welcome back to the Rewind That Tape podcast. This is your host, Mr. Stromboli. I'm Dr. Cash. And I'm Jay Probs. And today we're going to be talking about the NFL free agency, starting off with Dak's new deal. Four years for $160 million. What do you guys think about this? I mean, you're paying a premium for this guy, right? I mean, I've heard reports that they didn't even want to draft him, but this is your franchise quarterback now, and you you have to get him locked up. I mean, I think Jerry knew that. I think um, I think he was waiting for those new TV deals, and I mean, I guess he had insider information. He knew they were going to be big, and he just he got him on a pretty nice contract. I mean, it's great for Dak. I mean, they got a he got a huge contract, but the Cowboys now they they have their future quarterback, and now they just need to build around him and. I mean, on offense, I feel like they have a championship-caliber team. They just need to work on defense. Yeah, the Cowboys also, I don't know if this was the right decision, to be quite honest, for, with Dallas, because this is a lot of money. I mean, yeah. Cash, you also look at saw this and was pretty surprised. I mean, do, do you think what do you think about this whole thing? Like, was this really the right decision for Dallas? I personally, I, I do think it was the right decision for Dallas because – you don't give the man the money, you you put your QB1 situation at risk. But at the exactly. same time, it's it's a very risky situation. I feel like it's um it's it's more of a Super Bowl or bust situation now and I know Cowboys fans have been saying that for years, but you're like this is the one when you give your man the money. Yeah. yeah I I just want to say if if the Cowboys didn't give him money, I feel like a team like like the Bears would or the 49ers would be down to give somebody this guy. would yeah, someone would give him this money or even more money, and I think Dallas just needed to lock him up. Yeah. Uh, it also, I thought this was really interesting because Russell Wilson was in the Dallas was Dallas was in those sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that that was going through Dallas's mind at all, or do you think that ultimately they decided Dak is better than Wilson? I think that was at the back of their mind. I think. If they could get Wilson for a bargain price, and I think they for sure they would go ahead with Russell Wilson. I mean, um, if they could get him on a good deal, um, and they could, because he's I feel like he's a he's a veteran. He's won Super Bowls before, and he's he might not be as young as um as Dak is, but he can um he can for sure he can for sure ball. Yeah, I also think it was interesting that they didn't really like. Uh... And really mess with that, you know, like that mm-hmm. we didn't really see it uh, come to any sort of decision or anything. Uh, Cash, what do you think about that? Do you think Russell Wilson was a better choice here? Yeah, I don't think it's a question that for the Cowboys, who was a better choice? I think Russell was by far the better choice, but it's what you have to give up on top of Dak. So, I mean, exactly. you have to get a future, future draft picks or yeah. give up on Michael Gallup or something like that, but. Yeah, I think it was in their back of their mind, but not their main priority. Yeah, yeah. I think... So, but before you, uh, I'm I'm just gonna cut this off because I I think we got it really into it. But mm-hmm, exactly. I I just want to add on because Dak Dak's contract is so massive that we're now gonna be facing a decision that the Cowboys are gonna have to choose between Zeke and Cooper, like they did a few years ago. Uh, if you keep track of the yep. Cowboys, they had to choose between with uh, DeMarco Murray and Des Bryant. They're going to have to do that again with Dak's deal. Uh, not this year. 
the year after. So basically the Cowboys are one year and they're going to have to make another massive decision. What do you guys think that about that? And after you give your thoughts, which player do you think is going to ultimately stay with the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, well, I, I, I go back to my point on how this year's Super Bowl or bust for the Cowboys because this is I, this is likely it. Like you're gonna have to part ways with one of your top offensive uh, weapons. Weapon. So that that's another reason why this is a Super Bowl or bust year. Yeah, and I think I think it's Super Bowl bust exactly like um, Doctor Cash said. I think um, this year they have the. Uh, top 15 draft pick they've made a couple moves in free agency i feel like and so they they should be gearing up for um this season um make a move um hopefully push for the super Bowl. and if you can't you're you're stuck with that tough decision and we saw it it didn't pan out for des it didn't pan out for demarco murray none of those guys were really that productive after they left the cowboys and i think um if that happens again i think that, that would really stink for the Cowboys. And uh, on your second question, I think they're giving away Zeke. I think you keep Amari Cooper. He's he's a wide receiver one. And, and I mean, Zeke is a running back one, don't get me wrong, but he has not been productive last season. Um, you had Tony Pollard, and he was being almost as productive as Zeke. And so you have a replacement there. And I think that's, that would be one of the biggest deal breakers. I... To be honest, I, I I agree, but I'm also looking at this from the mind of Jerry Jones, and I don't think knowing that team, knowing the Cowboys, and just knowing what Jerry Jones has done with his team over the past 10 years or so, um, I don't believe that they'll keep Cooper with what's going on because his contract yeah, is so voidable. It, uh, I read this on... Mm-hmm. In an article recently, Cooper's contract you can you can destroy after twenty twenty one. You can walk away. You can get a six million dollar cap charge and then just walk away. Zeke, it gets a lot more interesting because he's still on a base salary, right? Cash, yeah. Yeah, did you have some thoughts to throw in? No, yeah, I was just I was I was agreeing with you on how uh, Cooper's the contract that you let go of next season because of how it's avoidable. Yeah, and if you think about it, I mean they they already they already drafted Ceedee Lamb, and I mean they might re-sign Michael Gallup to a team friendly deal. Yeah, and it should be interesting how the Cowboys play this off and or play this uh, after the Super Bowl or bus year. So we're all in agreement on that. We're gonna go ahead and move on into the next part of this episode, which talks about Kenny Galladay, who's on a four year, seventy two million dollars contract to the Giants. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only is the NFC East getting stronger as a whole, because we've seen some contracts go in here and now, I think this is big for for the Giants. I'm just not sure if they have the quarterback to distribute this. I don't know if uh, Danny Dimes is really ready for this. That's my yeah, opinion. I think um, I've heard reports, Dave Gettleman, he says he wants to create the best fit for Danny Dimes. Um, he wants to see if he's... Uh, top tier quarterback because I mean last season he didn't have weapons Saquon was injured the O-line was not playing top quality and I think now they've gone out they've solved these issues they've gone um, Kenny Galladay true number one receiver they um, they got some really good players and I think they're gearing up towards a 
prove it or bust season for Daniel Jones. And he's going to have to play well, compete, get the ball um, around his receivers, or he's going to be out of a job. Yeah, Cash, what what do you have to add on to this? Because not only does this help the whole offense, but it's going to make the NFC East a lot more complicated. How how do you see the Giants as contenders? Yeah, I, I, I personally don't see them as contenders with Daniel Jones as their quarterback. It kind of sh- shocked me how Galladay, when he could have signed with another team like the Patriots or Dolphins or even a better contender like the Chiefs even. I mean, it just surprised me uh, how he chose the Giants. Yeah. And, and I, per, I don't know if Daniel Jones is that much better than Goff, but I guess uh, Galladay just saw himself in a better situation in New York than other I, places. And then the other yeah. thing is his contract. I mean, in my opinion, he got a pretty big contract. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's a little bit money-oriented on why he signed with the Giants. You guys think this is a direct shot at Goff, though? Like, I don't want to play for that quarterback. I, I, we, I had a good thing with Stafford. You guys took that. I don't want to play for Goff. I think there have been so many shots at Jared Goff this past couple of weeks with Michael Brocker saying the big step up. Um, but I think uh, – I don't think it was as much of a shot at Jared Goff as trying to get in the best position possible. And I think he gets the money. He gets to be in a big city like New York. And he gets to play on an up-and-coming team with guys like Saquon, um, Leonard Williams, um, James Bradbury. And then he gets to s- help develop a young quarterback who I think he believes can be special. Yeah, I-, I think that's a great point to add on because, look, if Daniel Jones is able to do some good things there, he he, he has the mentorship, he has a decent coaching staff. Jason Garrett isn't a bad guy. I mean, I know the Cowboys had a few off years and everybody wanted him out, but he never had a terrible. I mean, we didn't. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, but the players are getting better, and that's Mm -hmm. what I think is really important. Because if they can develop this guy, I think this is a contender. Do I? My question to you guys is, who do you see at the top of the NFC East this year? Who's the number one? Because if you know the NFC East, they've had a different division leader. For the Pretty past like year. twenty, yeah, like so. Who do you think's coming out this year? Keep in mind, Washington won last year. Well, I'm I'm gonna go first. I'm I'm actually gonna go with the fly here. I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia Eagles because I'm I'm high on oh, Jalen wow. Hurts. I think um, they can really utilize that sixth overall pick, get him some weapon weapons, flip it for some assets, and I think. They can be a contender. I, I really like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a dual-threat quarterback, and I think he can play really well in Philadelphia. Yeah, I like Cash. Jalen Hurts too, but I'm definitely going to disagree there. I think the I think the Cowboys land on top of the division, but I, I think them and Washington end up making the playoffs. But just because of the strength of schedule, I mean, they have Kansas City and New Orleans and Tampa Bay, but other than that, it's relatively – easy schedule to where they can win the rest of those 13 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's where I, I, I disagree. I, I I think the Cowboys will end up at top, but I, I don't know. I Washington winning the division hurts them so big this year because they're going to be going exactly. through quarterback quarterback controversy, and now they have to play this tough division with the added game in. I don't know, man. That, that seems tough for me. 
Uh, I'll go with the Cowboys, though, and that brings us into our next segment. We're going to now be moving into the AFC East. Uh, not AFC East. We're going to be moving into the AFC in general, starting off with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. First of all, the rumors, just it just seems a bit weird. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what they are, if they're true or if they're not. I just think 12 people. 12 at the same time seems a bit off exactly but yeah. my question to you guys is, is is how believable is what is going on in houston because the original report was filed by somebody who's close to bill nair and the organization mm-hmm. yeah i i don't know it's i feel like deshaun he's he's a person who who protects his image i think he has a really strong image i think at clemson he really never did anything I wrong agree. And I think at the Texans, he hasn't done anything wrong except for this one mishap. And I think, I mean, I'm trusting Deshaun here. As a Texans fan, I think he's a great person. And I'd have to trust him on this one because I don't see him doing something like this. And um, I think a lot of people in Houston don't see him doing something like this. And I think they're behind Deshaun because he's their quarterback. And um, yeah, I don't really see it as that believable. Yeah, Cash, I think where are you? I'm going to go along right with Prubs. I think I don't – just the whole situation, I mean, the timing right as he wants out of Houston and the proximity to the owners of the Texans organization. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to buy it. And, and the fact that just more cases keep piling and piling each day, it seems like there's another case or two piled against him. Okay. Yeah, and, and I understand that. But my follow-up question to both of you guys is, if this is true – how ridiculous is this? Like, on an NFL standpoint, are we going to see something like with Colin Kaepernick style with what's going on? Because this is massive if this is true. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think it's massive, but I think he's going to get um, fined by the NFL. I think maybe even suspended a season, half a season maybe. I think there's going to be major repercussions for him. I mean, he's going to he's going to face a lot of charges and I think he could be kicked out of the league. He's super talented, but when you do something like this, you, it's hard to come back from. It's really hard to come back from. So I could see him getting cut from the Texans. Um, maybe they keep him. Maybe they don't. I mean, I'm not sure what kind of org- organization this is right now. I'm not sure what kind of, um, ideas, what kind of philosophy they foster, but, um, yeah, I could see him getting cut uh, out of the NFL. I could see him staying with the Texans, maybe. I'm not sure. Cash, what do you think? you think this is a, a cut situation? Yeah, I definitely do think it is if, if it ends up being true. But just because just the amount of lawsuits filed against him. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if some sort of return or uh, if, he, if he heads to another team. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Just because of how young yeah, and how bright his future but is. Doesn't that fall directly against the organization, though? Because, like, I mean, when you think, I, I think we can just jump into a conversation here. I mean, like, because this, this turns not only him, but he, he gets cut from the team, right? The Texans just gave up exactly what they supposedly started. Exactly, yeah. So, so what, what benefit do you think? That's my question to the Texans. What benefit do you think you're getting? Because you're going to have to cut him. Is he going to get signed again? That's, I guess, the question to you guys. I know there's well, a lot I mean, of teams interested. 
I feel like the one thing is, I don't know if the Texans are doing this. Because, I mean, I don't see any reason why they would do this. Because it hurts their image. It hurts Deshaun's image. And, yeah, I mean, just thinking about it sounds so stupid. Like, why would you do something like this to your franchise quarterback? But, um, yeah, I'm not sure what goes on behind closed doors. I'm not sure what Easterby and McNair are talking about. So, I mean, if it's one team that I think could do this, I mean, it might be the Texans because of how badly the organization has been has been bashed over the past couple of years. Um, but I, if I was the Texans, I would not do something like, stupid like this. Cash, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, I would definitely. When you're talking about resign or signing him, I, he's definitely not going to go back to the Texans. But in either way, it it hurts them because the talent that they could have had is is no is is gone no longer available and um it, it just hurts because this organization had so much potential and now it's just all gone downhill and it could even go even more downhill thought it, it couldn't get any worse but it could and, and it just sucks yeah i mean uh, this whole situation which what hurts the most i think is is it's like a wait and type of c process for the texans they have to decide like they have to wait. They they can't really do anything, and neither can the media. We we're not gonna be in the light. We're not gonna know until we get official word from somebody. And that's just yeah. that's just that for the Texans and Watson. Yeah, and this could turn bad. I guess we'll what? see and we'll find out. This moves us into the Patriots part of this episode. The Patriots signing a bunch of players, the most Bill Belichick has ever signed in a free agency within the first few days. Um, the time span is what bothers me more than what they, it seems a little desperate, but the list goes on from John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, Matt Judon, Jalen Mills, Nelson Aguilar, Kyle Van Noy, and more. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about this? Is Bill Belichick in desperation mode? I mean, I just want to throw one thing out here. I mean, a stat that I found, the Patriots spent, one hundred and thirty-seven and a half million dollars in guaranteed money. So that's money that they're never gonna get back over yeah. two days. Yeah, two days. Once again, that that is what shocked me. Cause, cause that's not Bill Belichick. I mm-hmm. have never seen that man panic, and this exactly. seems like a panicked move for me. This seems like Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. And I, I know they're not thinking about the storyline, but it's fun to mess it around. Or the media, why can't we? Tom Brady won a Super Bowl without him. Yeah. And now they're saying, oh, I can do that. Exactly. Without you. The narrative wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I'm one of the guys that thought Bill Belichick was kind of that success. I mean, I don't know what, what you guys, what are your opinions on that? But that's what I, that's mm-hmm. where I stood. Yeah. And I mean, I just want to take it to where you said, um, He's panicking. I mean, Nelson Aguilar is on his decline. And if you hand him a two-year, $26 million deal, you're, I mean, it's no guarantee that he stays healthy. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, it's kind of crazy for me to think about because there are so many other options on the market that you could have taken for less. And they might not be as, I mean, Aguilar, he has a championship to his name. But other than that, yeah. I mean, there's no value that you're really getting for your $26 million. And if you're Aguilar, you're happily taking this contract. You're, you're wondering how you even got this contract, to be quite exactly. honest. 
you look at and your your free your agent calls you and says this and you're not thinking twice about it. Uh, Cash, you've been a little bit quiet here. What what do you think about the Patriots signing all these guys? Do you think that this is something? This is a panicked move. Like, I mean, there's not much else to say about it. Do you think these additions are going to help the Patriots? Yeah, I wrote an article about this, and I, I my point was I don't think all these additions are going to make much of a difference, like maybe a win or two. But when you're in a division with Miami and Buffalo playing them twice each year, I don't I don't see them getting far. I mean, you sign two tight ends, and we rarely see a team where two tight ends are able to produce consistently that are at the top of the league. And not just that, the main focus was to try to get Cam some receivers. And Nelson mm-hmm. Aguilar, it's, it's, it's just not the answer. I mean, you tried to bring in Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, or Allen Robinson, and they got none of those guys. But yeah, they, they struck they, out. They've been swirling in rumors for uh, Michael Gallup, maybe give away Stephon Gilmore and receive some picks. But yeah, I, I don't think this is a this is a situation where you spent big, but I don't think it's mo- going to make much of a difference. Yeah, and I think I mean. Some of these moves are good. I think signing Matthew Judon, getting him on a, getting a top tier rusher like him was solid. I think signing Jalen Mills, who's a who's a pretty good safety, I think that was solid. But yeah. signing Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry to these massive deals, um, signing Nelson Aguilar, like we talked about, I think those are just some moves that you're gonna suffer. I mean, you're not gonna yeah, have. It's money gonna now. come back. Yeah, exactly. It's it, gonna come it's, back. It's full bike. circle for the Patriots, and I, I think, I think one thing that that something positive, if anything, is both of those tight ends are good blockers. They can mm-hmm. block as as well as they can somewhat catch. So, I know Cam had a lot of problems running around in in New England. Like he 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 had a lot of pressure, but I think yeah. that would help a lot. But like Cash just said, and like Probs have been saying, like they, the goal was to sign receivers, man. The goal was for Cam to be able to throw the ball in the air under pressure, and that guy's going to catch it. And I don't see anybody on the New England Patriots that have that size. I mean, we, we see Edelman, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, and one more thing about you talking about Cam getting pressured. I mean, they let go their arguably their best um, tackle, Joe Thurney. I mean, I know they brought in um, a couple guys, but I—I I mean, that's your Pro Bowl guard, and I think you letting him go to Kansas City for every um, out of all the teams. Yeah, out of all the teams. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, out of all the teams, yeah. Kansas City. I mean, that's that's a pretty big mistake. Yeah, that that was pretty disappointing, and I think I think some of the guys that the uh, Patriots will winded up doing and getting those guys are solid, but. I don't know, man. Uh, the whole situation is, is just—it's surprising, to say the least. Yeah, <sighs> I've, I've I've never really seen Bill Belichick spend this much. I've I've seen him more as a guy who gets those low tier free agents on on small deals and turn them into producers. Yeah, and and that brings us kind of to the end of the segment. Um, Mm-hmm. I just want to point out before we move on, the NFL is getting to such a high point right now. We're seeing beautiful, beautiful NFL is coming up because not only are teams good, 
there's a lot of teams preseason that will have a chance to make the playoffs. The AFC East is good. The AFC North is good. Yeah. AFC South is questionable right now. And I mean, you the, the AFC, Jags are coming up. Yeah, the Jags are coming up. Yeah, definitely. I don't know about the Texans and the Titans. And, and the, the, the West isn't that bad. Then you have the East and the a- NFC getting really good. The East and the the North, eh, they're all right. But the Vikings and Green Bay could still come out and contend. The West is stacked and the South is still pretty good, even without Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. So the NFL is at such a pure point. That's just something to add. Um, so that brings us into the next segment, which is about Trent Williams. Trent Williams contract details are a little bit out six years 138 million dollars this was talked about on thursday and this is just really shocking um i don't really know what to say about this because i i I was just shocked it's still kind of setting in for me because i don't know I don't know if this is the guy that should be the highest paid offensive lineman. I mean, he, I mean, I'm of course he didn't play for Washington, but um, like the past season, but I mean, he, he's a quality, he's a starting left tackle. I mean, he's a cornerstone left tackle. That's what I meant to say. I mean, this guy is, is, I feel like he's worth getting money to. I mean, him and Bakhtiari are, I feel like maybe on that same level. I think the 49ers, they're competitors, and they showed that with this deal because they're locking down uh, a left tackle who's in his prime, and he's going to be there for pretty much the rest of his career. And the 49ers, um, they want him there, and he's going to help them win because you need a left tackle. You, You can't win without a quality left tackle. I think that the whole thing is, is something that's manageable. Like the 49ers have the contract spread out. They can move him if they have to later in. But the problem with Williams has been he's mm-hmm. gotten hurt. He hasn't played the whole year. He's exactly. not the same Williams that was drafted the fourth overall pick out of Oklahoma in the 2010 draft. That's not the same guy that we're seeing right now. And, I agree. He could, he could be on that Bakhtiari level, but do I think he's ever going to get there? I don't know if he can play a full season. Cash, you want to jump in here? Yeah, I think um, it's what the 49ers needed to do. And while that contract is ginormous, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of what you, you compare to the, the Dak situation. Exactly. It's essential to the team to protect Jimmy G if that's your quarterback because He's been dealt with injuries lately, and it's affected this team a lot. So I think that's what they needed to do, and I think Trent Williams is an awesome tackle, and he has the sky is the limit for him. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I already stated it. I'm not high on the thing. I I, I agree that there's potential. I think it was a smart move. I, I, I like stuff that's that's set yeah, in I mean, stone. Like you know what you're gonna get back. This is something that you could go out there. You're you're basically signing Nick Young. Okay, that that's a bad example, but you you, you get there. You get the example. You get their correlation. Yeah. I mean, Nick Young could either have could have been really good uh, on that bit, and he you know he's Nick Young. But I feel he's like more popular for his memes than his 
NBA gameplay. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, um, I feel like um, Trent Williams. He's he's produced already. I feel like he's he's played good in Washington. I think, I think he still has a lot of years left ahead of him. I mean, he's he's not that old. He can he can still play. He can still produce at a at a high level. And I think that's what the um, that's what the 49ers are looking for. I mean, he's thirty two, so yeah, he's he's not old, he's not young, that's for sure. But like I said, he's in his prime, and I think that's um, what the 49ers need because they're a Super Bowl com- contending team. As much as um, people like to hate on Jimmy Garoppolo, they made it to the Super Bowl last season or two seasons ago, and and they're a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, but. Yeah, I agree. I think the 49ers are Super Bowl contenders, uh, which once again brings me back to the NFL is stacked. All right, real quick as we wrap up the show today, let's finish off with this. You have six, you have seven teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Let's go through them. All right, so uh, in everybody, so is this team going to make the playoffs or not? That's the question. I'm not going to do the teams that uh, – actually, it's kind of hard to knock out anybody, so let's just – I guess quickly run through it. Are the Bills a playoff team this year? Yeah, for sure. I think there's no doubt about that. Cash, you're in agreement. Yeah, definitely. All right, so the Bills take one of the spots. Are the Patriots the a playoff team? No, I have to disagree. I think they made moves, but um, I don't know if they made moves that are going to push them in the right direction. Cash, what about the Jets? Are the Jets going to make a run at the playoffs? No way. I think they made a yeah. few signings here and there, but I don't – no way. I have to agree with Cash. Gonna... I, think, I think they're still the bottom team. Yeah, I'm just going to go back and forth here on picks because I think we all can kind of laser it in. And if you disagree, just jump in. Miami for Prubs and Baltimore for Cash. I I think they're, I think they're a contender team. I think with a pick – Either Sewell, maybe Jamar Chase. I think they can for sure um, go go far. Cash Baltimore. I don't think they win the division, but I think they make the playoffs. Similar situation situation as last year, but and they didn't land a receiver, so I got them as divisional round exits. I don't think we can. T- we don't have to talk about the Bengals because I think we agree there. Uh, the Browns. Yeah, I think I think for sure. I think they made some pretty good moves. I think they can draft a good edge rusher, and they've addressed the secondary. I think at least a bit. Steelers is no. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think the Steelers are going to make it for sure. Okay, and who's coming out of the South? One team. I think the Colts are. I think Carson Wentz bounces back. Yeah, if do one the team- Jags. Make no. a run. No. I think they do make a run, but they don't make the playoffs. I think they go eight and eight or seven and nine. Hmm. Titans? I think they make that the playoffs. That would be surprising. By yeah. the way, Cash. No, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's surprising, but I just think, you know, Lawrence is that prospect he's once in a lifetime and I think he he, he makes a I, I think they win a few games. So so far we have Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, and Tennessee. So now this puts us – the Chiefs are going to make it. So that's seven. Yeah. And then you have the Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers out. 
Does everybody agree with that? Hmm. Yeah. I yeah, it's agree. tough, but I mean, regardless, you're gonna have one team in that AFC who who's gonna be out. And yeah. I think so this pre, year it's gonna be the charge. Free agency. Free free agency. We have Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Tennessee, and KC in no well, particular order. Yeah, I, I mean I, I could argue that um Denver, who I'm high on after they made that signing for Kyle Fuller, I think they could I think they could leapfrog the Titans. I mean, they have a top ten draft pick. They have I do agree it's the Titans that, that, that seem the most like shaky here. And yeah. I think that seven spot is gonna be fun to watch. Uh NFC, if you disagree, jump in. I'm gonna say Dallas, mm-hmm. um, Green Bay. Uh, I mean, um, already, I disagree. Uh, just hold on. SF wins that division, and the Bucks win the other division. And then wild cards, I'll go. On, uh, let's go Seattle. Oh wait, I don't know. They won't hold on, right? So Rams. I forget that Wilson's leaving. So Rams, Cardinals, and then. I don't know who you guys think that last spot should be. Aaron Cash, where did you disagree? Okay, well, never mind. Actually, I think I'll go. I'll go along with you with Dallas Green Bay, but I, wild card. I think you add Washington there, and I honestly, mm-hmm. I think Arizona is going to win the West. Exactly. Or I, I'd have to go with San Francisco. I think they're going to win the West, but I think Arizona, like you said, is going to be the number two team in that in that division. So Washington would be that the seventh spot. That's what we we agree on, right? Yeah, I think Washington can make that seven seventh spot. I think the second place team in the South is who you're gonna have to watch for. By the way, mm-hmm. if we have to think about it, but those yeah. are preseason. Dallas, Washington, Green Bay, Cardinals, Rams, and SF, and the Bucks. Assuming Seattle does not hold on to Russell Wilson, uh, I think it's gonna be hard for him to play there either way. But that wraps up today's episode thank you guys so much for listening make sure to check out our social medias on instagram bleacher report twitter and halftime and make sure to go check out our website and for articles every week next episode will probably be about march madness i mean there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on from unt to oral roberts to oregon state i mean everything's going on in march and it is called madness for a reason but That'll be for next episode, and we'll see you.